You're listening to Kind of Funny by Maria Shuketh. Hi guys, welcome back to the Kind of Funny by Maria Shuketh podcast. My name is Maria, I'm your host. And today I have a guest on my podcast. I'm so excited to have her. One of the main reasons is she's the first ever podcaster that I've had on my podcast podcast and she's also my second guest and she's also very very talented so I just really hope that you guys enjoy this episode I'm going to be having this episode with Lavinia um, <laughs> hi Lavinia so um, I want you to introduce your podcast to my listeners because I love your podcast it's really relaxing I was honestly like I couldn't sleep earlier and I was just listening to your episode again for preparing for the interview with my eyes closed it's really relaxing so just introduce it oh thank you hi everyone um I'm Lavinia and um I have a podcast also, but um, my podcast is basically called um, Dive Deep with Lavinia, in which I basically find guests or just sit by myself, and I talk a lot of, like, deep stuff and things that happen in my life, and also maybe, you know, find someone that that relates to a certain topic or talk stuff with them that they like or they're interested in or anything that's happening in their lives so we're more of like a personal presentation of our personal life (laughs) to everyone (laughs) so yeah after you know after we've done Maria's um, amazing podcast as well we're gonna do ours and then you can come over and hear what we're gonna talk about in my podcast later on so that is basically my little podcast yeah (laughs) I honestly I'm so excited to guest on your podcast as well because we're going to talk about a very interesting topic but I think we should keep it a secret till they finish Mm -hmm. listening to this and then they'll go up to listen to yours I just was very curious how you got in how you found the name dive deep with Lavinia because like when I was deciding a name for my podcast I was just like I was I was gone crazy because I was really confused on what to do and then I published my first episode uh, not the trailer, the first episode, and I got views on it, and I was like, oh shit, I don't like the name. So I uh-huh. just wonder how, like, I was like, how do you get to the name? Because I really like the brand that you set up for yourself. Like, I really like the, you know, the image for your podcast, like the entire podcast is stunning, like the design and everything. And the name, it's, the name itself is also very good. So I was just very curious how you got into it, how much planning it took. Well, Honestly, um, if you come, if anyone goes to like my podcast and like listen to the trailer and stuff, I basically like talk about how I started everything was because when I was a kid, I just like I just like to talk a lot, and then like people just call me chatterbox, and so I um, even gradually even till university I like see a lot of like more people because I study abroad I study in UK for university and um through there I meet just a lot of different people and I start learning a lot more about um how you know unique every person is and I just figure out that um dive deep 
you know sometimes you want to talk a lot more of your inner self that you know you don't really have a platform to be like oh I'm confident in telling people uh what I think or what I feel about a certain um you know norms that people put on you so I was like you know it I want to make a platform where my friends feel comfortable or a guest that I find feel comfortable in like talking something that they love. Like even though it's like the silliest thing or like the smallest thing, I still feel like, you know, a, a safe place for them to, you know, rent rent their feelings out, like more of a, like a feeling emotion uh, kind of podcast so that was kind of a little background of how uh, everything happened but actually the idea of starting a podcast um just came when I came back from UK and I was like in quarantine you know like that 14 days is like mm-hmm. killing me yeah, and, then so, <laughs> and then so I was like oh um I really, I started listening to podcasts because I really, really like um, this uh, K-pop band. Uh, Well, they're not exactly like a band, so it's called Epic High, and then one of the uh, members of Epic High is called Tableau, and he has like this Oh my god, you listen to Tableau! Exactly, like I started with Tableau's podcast, and then I I go all the way to like all the dive studio podcasts and i just like binge hear all their podcasts i was like dude this is such a such a good idea to do like podcasting because like oh as i said i just like talk a lot so i was like okay this is such a good idea and because i study psychology and i was like oh how about like maybe incorporate a little bit of like you know therapy kind of like talk like kind of talk feel so like and then that started and I just went like okay after quarantine I'm just gonna like <laughs> buy a lot of like podcasting equipment, equipment, and then just yeah. like <laughs> and then just like do a podcast and I mean I did two episodes now I actually well I have some reserved and but I'm, I'm kind of like I'm falling like more and more in love with like doing podcasting because it's just a different kind of way to actually just gather a lot of old friends that you haven't seen for a long time and be like be interested in like you know just having like an hour talk together um and doing podcasts and maybe talk about talk about something you really love or um our experience together so it is such a good idea to do this and i think this is also like a new trend as well yeah Um, it is it just became mm -hmm. famous in 2019 i think yeah, so I think it's a good way to um, have a little, you know, emotion relief um, for my podcast. That's what I feel for myself because sometimes maybe on that day I feel a little bit like, oh, stressed out or down. And then I'll just like click record and I'll record something that maybe I feel on that day. That day. So it's more like my therapy way and my way to like you know release some negative emotions out yeah that's basically everything i think that's a really good idea you know i really like how 
you have like different elements that inspired you. Firstly, I didn't know that you studied psychology. Uh, secondly, that's a really amazing subject to study. I have thought about studying it, but I don't think I have the energy to study it. I am quite a dumb bit. Sorry, I, I don't think I can swear in the podcast with you. But hey, um, I like how you created this open space for your like for your friends, for yourself to express yourself. And I really like how you do not really care about like whatever people would think, because like, honestly, it's your podcast, it's your future, it's your platform, like it's your money. Like you can do whatever the hell you want with it. You know, it's just like you don't really have to care about what other people think. And uh I was just very curious. So you were saying that you record in bundles, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know why, but I personally prefer recording, like, per podcast, like, right before the date that I publish it. I don't know why. It's just so weird. But, like, I feel so tired after recording, like, one or two episodes that I'm just like, you know what? It's break time for the entire week, so I'm just gonna, you know, uh-huh. sleep. I, I, think it, I think maybe it's, like, a little bit different for, like, different who podcast because as I said because different there, there's like a bunch of different genres for podcasting because I was like telling my mom today about you know you know we have like different genres of podcast because she thought like every person is like the same type of like podcasting I was like no but like because I'm more like off the like the emotional like feeling I'm not like a event thing or um something that's on like on trend lately so i'm more of an emotional therapy-ish kind of podcast so i can be like all anytime i feel a little bit like expressive on a certain event then i'll just go like oh i just click a, uh, a short recording i think maybe i'm not stressing to be like oh i have to make like 45 minute like talk or like maybe just That's 30 what I minutes do. short <laughs> no, no, offense. no, offense. no that's hey. fine i remember one episode that i uh i recorded and i didn't really have much to say i think it was the me too episode i don't know if you listened to that i forgot which episode i think it was episode five or six and i didn't have much to say because it was just like one story and i just had to say it all out and i was just so pissed so i was talking very fast and the podcast ended up to be like 36 minutes and i just for four minutes i was just blabbering bullshit i was like you know what we're not at 40 minutes yet, so just listen to me blabber, like, random shits right now because I need to make it work. <laughs> I was like, 36 doesn't look good. It's not a pretty number. I need 40. <laughs> I know, but, like, I-, I got, like, replies from my friends, and then they're like, no, wait, um, you're starting to get, like, really, really repetitive on your, on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I 
I am I'm somebody that goes off track so easily, like just so easily. I don't even know how I managed to do it. But then like you say one little thing and I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that thing for like the next 40 minutes. And then we're just going to go back and then I'll forget that we were talking about something else, something very much more important. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I mean. You know, as long as you get some, like, I get a bunch of audience who is willing to hear you talk, talk shit for, like, 40 minutes, I'm like, bless you guys. Every time throughout my podcast, I, like, because I actually recorded um, a future episode uh, with one of my friends who's, like, uh, I haven't seen her for, like, three years. Um, she's, she's in Australia. And then once we started the podcast, we start, like, talking all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, I cut it, like, a 40-part, 40 40-minute, 40 and then I have a second part, which is also 40 minutes. So, totally, it's almost, like, an hour and, like, 20 minutes. And then in every part, every part of that, two parts, I'd be like, thank you so much for, like, <laughs> talking through, like, going through 40 minutes of us talking bullshit and blabbering about all kinds of stuff. And then we're like, please stay for part two, please. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the beauty of podcasts. Like you know, for me, I I I used to do YouTube. I paused it for a while because I wanted to focus on my podcast. And I realized that the audience retention, like the amount of people that listen to like an hour of me talking about whatever the hell I'm talking is so much more than people who watch who watch like a five minutes a YouTube video and I just I think that's so amazing that people are willing to listen to us just talk about random shit even though like I'm just literally talking about the same thing the same thing that I could talk I could have said in like five minutes but I extend it to like an hour and 15 minutes of an episode just because like it looks nice <laughs> so it looks like you have a lot of stuff to yeah, yeah. It looks like I'm very prepared, but like you know, yeah. That that's how I survived yeah, yeah. debating. You know, like I used to say that that I have I've had some judges who caught me saying the same thing over and over again, and they're like, "You're really mm-hmm. good at repeating yourself, but in different words." And pe- like, if people do not focus to what you're saying, they'll think you sound amazing. But I know that you're saying the exact same thing, and I'm just like. Damn, girl, you caught me red-handed. So I, I kind of remember the time that we were debating, and then I just think that maybe it's because of that. You know, we have to stress that point, and just like we have to like keep on telling, like repeating that point because it's like, no, you know, you know, you get what I mean, like that, that kind of feeling. Yeah. And also, like, I always felt like uh, when I used to debate, I used to, like, stress on one point a lot because I feel like that's literally the most important point and that's literally the only point that I really think that makes sense. Like, might as well just talk about that for the next, like, I don't know, five, Mm -hmm. six minutes. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, yeah, okay. So your branding of your podcast is really great. Like, just really great. And uh, so as we were talking about debating let's talk about our school i would not reveal the school name because i do not want to be like shame for uh, like you know uh you know yeah. sued for defamation so exactly yeah because our school like they know how to do a lot of uh bullshit things like this but they will not know how to do like common sense things for example not canceling our graduation dinner they're not they canceled our oh. graduation dinner 
Oh, oh, they canceled it? Yeah, but oh, they're not canceling geez. the graduation mass and also the uh, speech day because I uh, they invited, like, guests and everything and, like, the hard work was done on the side of the teachers instead of the side of the students. This, uh, the graduation dinner, obviously, is mainly students and for, like, the speech day is mainly the teachers because they have to, like, you know, find the guests and whatever and they don't really want to cancel on oh them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and actually, like, in my opinion, like, I think speech day is much more, like, there's a higher uh, chance of cross-contamination. Is that what it's called? I don't know. My English sucks. Uh, you know, like, getting infected by more people because there are more people in a small-ass school oh, hall. Oh, and also, like, your parents might be there as well. And, like, you know, you might have, like, relatives, right? It, it, it's speech, speech day, is that right? Yeah, the one you wear, the ugly-ass gown that looks like a bloody, you know, tablecloth. Uh, oh, no. And, and, I mean, like, our school hall is not exactly the biggest school hall ever. It's and then quite I'm like, small. <laughs> you know, I, okay, I'm so speechless about the grad din because, like, I think graduation part of like you know a high school graduation you know you're like you're like the only time you can be dressed up yeah and honestly some random events that they have they canceled speech uh, farewell uh i don't know if you knew this but then they canceled farewell but and i understood they canceled farewell because like Maybe everybody's crammed into a hall together. There's a higher risk of, you know, um, you know the spreading the spread of virus. But actually, back in t- 2002 and 2003, when SARS happened, they didn't cancel the farewell or anything. Like, everything went as planned, you know? So I think that was kind of unfair. But then when I emailed the principal, she was like, oh, actually, SARS and COVID is much different. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to fight with this bitch. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy because, like, honestly, I, I once I left high school, I was I, I have a bunch of friends as well, and then we're like, I'm not never ever gonna go back for any kind of freaking reunion because I'm so pissed about the school. Yeah, saying like, like bye bye. Never. You graduated from M, right? Or did you change to a school in the UK? No, I graduated from from there oh shit i just said the school name i'll cut it out yeah just beep it up beep it beep 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 it out yeah <laughs> just just add like beep and <laughs> cut it out god why do i always oh, do oh my goodness i think and the last now- time i had a guest on my podcast we said our school name so many times in vain okay we were just cussing at the school like it sounded better with the school name said but yeah, okay, honestly, I think the school environment is quite toxic, like, just from start to bottom, I'm talking about, like, the second you step into the school in Form 1, up to, like, Form 6, from the teachers, from the janitors, from, like, literally every fucking thing in the school, it's just so fucking toxic, and it's just so stupid, like, even our janitors, like, trust me, like, the janitors, I know they want to get home early, but, like, uh, we're allowed to book our rooms till, like, 6pm, and they wouldn't let us do that. They would be like, you have to be out of the uh, school by five because they want to get home early. But then we're here, like, we have a comp tomorrow and we're, like, literally cramming the practice and everything. But they wouldn't let us stay. And I think it's just... 
Okay, so the janitors. Okay, like literally, I think it's their job to stay up till like you know a certain time, and but they won't because uh, they like the students are allowed to book the room till six p.m. But they wouldn't. They would never let us do that. And I thought it was just so bloody unfair, you know. But the teachers would give in because the teachers also want to go home, you know. So like the entire school, from like the system, the administration, and everything is just fucked up. And I think, uh, I think the teachers. Uh, it's okay. Let's just talk about the students first. In your podcast, uh, which by the way you guys should definitely go listen to, it's amazing. Um, I'm gonna link it in the description so you guys can click into it. Anyways, so <laughs> in your podcast, you talked about like being bullied in school, and it stayed till like form four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think actually, honestly, if yeah, exactly. Okay, let's talk school. I think probably the most first thing is students, of course. I don't know if you know, but like our our high school is kind of like the system is a little weird. How, are you from our primary school though? No, or I'm you not. Came, like secondary. Secondary. Okay, thank God, because I know the primary. Thank, is, it, it's thank just messed God. up. It's <laughs> yeah. It's freaking messed up because like. Um, because I came all straight from primary school to secondary school. So I've been in the system for 12 years. So I've seen so much. So the art school is like in a really weird way. It's actually silently like, okay, it's not apparent, but it's kind of like rank. So like, it's what? Exactly. It's, it's rank. Like it's rank from like, there's, there's kids who are really, really like rich. And then there's like middle class kids. And then there are also like kids who exams in like, you know, do exams and come into our like school. And then there are also like students who are like a little like subsidized kind of like that okay so exactly like you know in primary school and our 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 school's primary school there's two three ways you can get into the school first way is that you got an older sister who's studying in the school and then the second one is that um you live in the area of our school which means you're actually pretty rich because the area near our school is like it's extremely expensive. expensive. I yeah, think it's exactly. one of the most expensive areas in Hong Kong. Like there's the peak and then there's our school district. It's literally there's not even one person that you know that is like below below medium income, you know. Oh, second thing is like you live there so practically you're freaking rich um and the third way is that you do the hard way which is getting examined and you know do the examination and go in and then i'm actually the lucky one which is the fourth way which like i go cross uh have a cross district because my mom actually like applied for like the, any like any schools and then she went cross district so my district is actually not the district of like our our school and i was like so i went in and then back then of course it's like it's like 12 years ago and then they're like oh this is the school 
was like so prestigious and so amazing and then you have to go like my mom's all like friends all told her and then okay i went in and then basically um as um as you said um in my podcast about bullying so i went all straight and you know how like those ranks and stuff so like the the, the rich kids thinks they're like awesome as freaking shit and then, and then so they kind of like try and Lavinia wanted you. to say awesome as fuck don't worry yeah awesome <laughs> as fuck okay <laughs> I, like, I can't swear on mine so I'm gonna swear here okay <laughs> go off girl just go off but I'm like exactly so I was talking about bullying in my episode you can go and hear it uh, but uh, basically um, the weirdest thing is just that you feel, um, I think secondary school is scarier than primary school because, like, primary school is more like, you know, I just pick on you in front of you. That's what I think. You know, pick on you because I talk to you and say, like, oh, you're fat, you're ugly, like that. But, like, once you get into, like, secondary school, it gets so much more scarier because it goes all behind your back. Everything is, like, you listen from other people. You listen from other, like, all kinds of, like, people. And I have, like, cases of even, like, some people trying to, like, say bad things about me and broadcast it to, like, a big community. So I'm a prefect at our school, of course. Like, you know, at our school, prefects aren't the, aren't the yeah. like, aren't the people that everyone likes because you know we got rules and stuff we gotta abide by the rules but anyways uh this there, there was this one girl i didn't mention on my bullying podcast but i i should mention the people that is in our school because like there's this one girl i mean god why is she even like is she out of her like she was one of the prefects as well and then she went and like broadcast to like the prefect group about like oh about something bad about me and then oh my luckily, god who was it exactly okay i'm not gonna tell her names i like she even blocked my instagram for no reason i mean like dude you're the one who's doing the bad thing and i was like when we graduated and then i came i, I came back one year from like uk and then um one of my other friend was like the common friend of her of, of hers and then basically i found out that she blocked me and i was like what kind of childish person would do that? But anyway, she was trying to, like, you know, talk bad things about me. And luckily, because back then, um, it was, I was already form five, so I was one of, I was the deputy head prefect, and then um, the younger ones were, like, basically telling me, they told me, they were like, oh, did you know that she was, like, broadcasting your bad stuff out? And I was like, what the why would she do that like for what reason i mean like you're a fucking grown-ass person like grow the fuck up like i don't you know i never understood why people like to block people on instagram or like whatsapp literally the only people that i block on instagram are stupid spam accounts you know the ones that they're just weird spam accounts these days and it's just very creepy and also creepy guys because like it'll just piss off but yeah they're the only people I block and like I, I've had a lot of people from our school blocking me on my Instagram but I just don't understand why because like I don't why? like I don't really care like if you want to block me on my Instagram like 
do you think it bothers me because like if you want to block me i don't really want to see your content anyways like, i don't want to see any of like your fucking stupid bullshit stories like yeah it's, yeah exactly that person um i think one reason is because she's kind of like i think her brain is sort of kind of like twisted because she feels like i'm gonna snatch her friends and i'm like so we have like two common friends and like both of them have like better relationship with me because one of the one of um our common friend is like a a friend who's like with me for like since we were primary one so we're like we've been best friends since primary one so it's like 10 years of relation uh, uh friendship and then the other one is because i was really really close to her because i helped her out of like some of her like difficulties um so we have been like really really close together and then i'm like Dude, I don't even care if you if you block me or you get my friends because I see them more like outside of school than in school. So I'm pretty trusted about our relationship. Like we we won't be like separated because of like you know some little things that she you know she does. I mean like I'm so speechless about what she do, but I mean that's one part. And then as I was talking about bullying, because, you know, girls, I don't know, maybe it's our school, but I think, like, this girl school is so freaking scary. They do stuff that, you know, are just, are just, like, mean. Like, I think, mean girls in real life. Yeah, I think the biggest problem in our school is the toxic gang culture. Like, you know how oh, yes, everybody exactly. has a squad? And, like, I think that's the most toxic thing about our school. It's, like, the only... Th- like, that's why I said, like, the the time that I actually was sort of, like, happy or, like, the so- when I was, like, really, like, I found it acceptable to be at school was in Form 6 because, like, the gang culture sort of dissolved in my class and it was, like, just one big happy class even though there were some people who I just found very fucking annoying. But, like, like there... It was, like, a big class and it was just sort of happy. But before that there was always a gang culture and it was always like this person would like you know shit on you with uh this person in the gang they would snitch and then they would go to another gang and then that person in another gang would snitch and then they would go to another gang and like they would just keep breaking friendships up and like the entire like recess and lunchtime or like free time or like whatever they're together they would only be talking about other people instead of talking about like normal things that normal people should talk about and like i think that the entire like foundation of a lot of people's friendships are based upon like shitting on other people and i think that is one of the most toxic things in our school specifically i don't know if it's about other schools but then like our school just tops in one of these sort of like bullshit acts yeah i think like throughout my six years of um um high school i think like straight on our group has changed like numbers of people like multiple times like it just like keeps on changing to some point of time like when i was in form five and form six i literally be like if i shit don't want to go to that like go to the original group of people to have lunch i'll just be like oh um i'm busy um i have stuff to do i think maybe also it kind of eased out when i was in form five because when i became wt head prefect i i also talked about it in my episode of the literally once i became wt head prefect of course this job is like not the best job to do 
in high school. But the, the reality was that once I got that status, because our school basically, you know, like if you're a deputy head, you're, you're going to be like tell, telling the whole school that you're the deputy head because you need to stand in front of the school and be announced. But exactly because of that, all like sudden, all of a sudden, because of the status, like those people who who has been shitting on me before, just came and be like, "Oh, oh, you're you're just so nice." I mean, you know, um, please don't like write my name down and like shut the fuck up, you know. I get, like, I get. Like yeah. they will, they just want you to befriend you, just so that you wouldn't like, you know, jot their names down and give them like a slip when they're using their phones in class and whatnot. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Like even honestly, I think the rules, some rules are just like stupid. Because I, I hear your episode, um, about like our our schools of rules. I mean, like some of the rules are just really really stupid but like you know i have my job to do um that's what i'm limited to do but like you know i don't i just don't like how those you know students like our students in our school are like that that ugly and like oh because she had some kind of power um and change i will treat her better but then if i don't have any of this like some kind of power then you'll be like still be like eh, she's like ugly and like useless and like blah, 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 blah. like oh come on Yeah, honestly, exactly. the, this entire culture, like in our school, it's, I don't think people realize that it's, it's toxic, mainly because like they are the, the toxicity, that's mm-hmm. what causes the entire thing to be toxic, but it's not only the students, I feel like the teachers also play a really active role in, for example, like, you know, changing the view the students view towards schooling and education and shit because the entire six years of MC, uh, at the time that i was in our school literally a lot of teachers they would say i don't expect to get like 80 marks or whatsoever ever since form one okay the first thing that every teacher said was that don't expect to get good grades you're not going to get good grades okay especially because you're not from like the primary section of the school you guys would be much weaker because I'm not from the primary section, so I was in 1A. I think they chained oh. up the system right now. I think they just shuffle everybody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think the previous system was better because, like, I don't know. I just personally prefer the previous system. But, okay, so they shuffle everybody. But then before, it was just, like, just my class. I was in 1A. Everybody was from different schools. And every time the teacher used to come in, they would be like, do not expect to get really good grades and whatnot. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, fine. Then I would not get good grades. And, like, if I do not need to get good grades, then that means I don't really need to work hard. Like, for a 12-year-old, like, to be told that you're not going to get good grades anyways, like, I didn't really think I needed I needed to work hard because I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to get 70 marks, uh, like, 60 to 70 marks, which, by the way, I did, but, like, that sucks for Form 1, you know? If I'm going to get that grade, like, without studying, that I might as well... Uh, might as well just not study because, like, the same grade I'll get, like, with studying. So I was like, why should I waste my time, you know? Yeah. 
so and also i was actually sort of like bullied in form one too i was not sort of bullied i was literally bullied and like it was literally the worst thing of my life but um but i was yeah so i was just like you know what i don't really care anymore because the teachers said i cannot do it and the teachers are more experienced like they've been teaching here for like 30 years like why should i trust like myself why should i trust my gut instinct so like i really feel like the teachers in our school play a really active role in like shaping us for the future and like even though like uh, like, I wrote the farewell speech, which is not going to be read anymore because, like, uh, it's cancelled anyway. So, uh, and for my grade, for the class of 2020, I wrote it. And I talked about, like, how our teachers are so amazing and whatnot. And, whatnot. and like, I literally only had, like, two teachers in mind that were actually acceptable. Like, I don't know about you. I don't really know how who you find acceptable. But for me, uh, especially because I was an ethnic minority, I don't think every teacher treated me the same. And... Yeah, and it was very obvious that they were sort of, like, discriminatory towards me and, like, my partner, who was also a uh, ethnic minority. I- I'm not talking about relationship partner. I'm talking about debating partner, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Honestly, I think for my experience um, at the school, I actually talked about it in the newest, um, a little excerpt in the newest episode of my podcast that where I talk about like grades and stuff. I just think that like you did DSE, right? Mm-hmm. Or did you do something else? I did DSE for D- all subjects except for Chinese, where I did IGCSE. So I think like I think I did because like. As I said, I grew up in that same system for 12 years and not, like, just six years for secondary school. So, in that whole system, um, actually, my primary school, like, teachers are, like, a hundred and a billion times better than my secondary school teacher. What? I think really? I, I thought they were so strict. No, but my primary school teachers, like, I still remember, I have, like, I can count more than, like, ten primary school teachers that are so inspiring to me and so nice to me but like I can barely count five fingers for uh, for secondary school like literally cannot because like um I I said on my newest episode about like grades and stuff I have this t-shirt that I used to really really like and then she just like when we went into like form platform says you know it's getting ready for DSE and you know there's shit talking about your grades and like oh you have to like wow you have to get like five five chuckle stars and blah 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 and I always like you know I, I'm just not good at studying and then you know that that teacher I used to love her and even like I had my mom came and like praise her during like like uh what uh, our our teacher like report card day during form four and then when we Who went was, to, like, what form five, subject does she teach biology oh uh, I think I know who you're talking about her yeah, name starts but, with an S her first name starts with an S oh yeah uh huh yeah okay I know who no, you're talking and about then I was like so. You know, I was so pissed because, like, I used to really, really like her because I feel like, oh, she's, like, she's caring and stuff on when we're at, like, form, five, form 4. And then once she teaches me, like, biology during, like, form 5, form 6, I was, like, ugh, I hate her so much because she's, like, one time when we were, like, giving out the report, like, re- like 
uh, papers for our biology. I'm just like, I have really shit marks. I, I, don't, I don't even mind talking about it. I got like 40 marks in like a hundred mark, mark, um, a paper. And then she just like went like, oh, here's your paper. And then there's another girl in our class um, who's, who's normally like, she's in the E classes, you know, smart classes. Yeah, and then she got math. like, yeah, she got like a 95 or something. And then she was like giving her a sticker, like two stickers or something. It's like, oh, you can pick three stickers and like, oh, good job. And I was like, what? And then, like, you... Oh, hello. Oh my God, it went silent. Hello. Hello. Uh, it went silent for a while. You were saying, oh my God, and then it just paused. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh my God, what? And then, and then the thing was like, I was sitting on the first row as well. So like, literally it was like a front attack on my face about like how, you know, how they treat smart kids and like it who are working hard but just don't have the talent that's also one thing that i really complain about our high school is that they stress so about great yeah they they they, 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 they told you, you know you, you won't get good grades blah 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 blah, blah like that lavinia you're lagging a little oh, oh sorry you said that they um, you said they stress a lot about they won't get good grades and then, and then yeah. it lagged a little. <laughs> I mean, they stress a lot about um, getting good grades. Um, but also the thing is, like, when there's actually someone who gets good grades, they will be like, oh, you're amazing, and you're, you're so smart, and then, like, give you stickers and, like, praise you. But then when there's students who are working really, really hard, um... You can see they work really hard, but they just couldn't get the grades that, you know, the teachers are satisfied at. And then they just, like, shit look down on you. And also, like, I think you know, because, like, you finished the ESC, right? And then you know how, like, they rank the class. Have you studied any science subject, though? No, thankfully not. I suck. Okay, thankfully you did not. Because, like, I can see how they rank the science subject. Because, like, for, like, biology and chemistry, they have, like, um, extra classes, right? Well, by the time you just, like, at DSC. And then they will have, like, oh, this is, like, extra class for you. Um, where we kind of, like, train you to, like, do more of, like, papers and especially for science subjects like they have like one x two x three x like that and then basically what what basically what they had was like all three classes they actually rent so the smarter kids are like at one class where they have the best like they call okay they call the best biology teacher the most experienced biology teacher and then the other two classes will have like um, less experienced, but the thing is, like, I don't get the point of separating, you know, okay, I, I, I mean, I get they want to, like, train, like, per, you know, per student, okay, maybe give her a bit more time in, like, guiding her or stuff, but I don't actually feel like they're guiding me at all, you know, what's the point then? 
like I, I was in this class, so I was probably I think the the mid. No, I think I was like in the worst class. Like everyone was like getting forty marks for their biology, but basically they're like, oh, starting from like baby steps. Like literally, they thought we were like babies or something, and then start from like the very very start and be like, oh, you know, the answer is a blah 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 b blah 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 like that. And I was like, do you think I I don't have brain to study it and literally that teacher told me she was like okay you're you're probably gonna get like a two in your biology oh my god you don't know how many times i've heard that from my math teacher where she told me i would get a hue and i just really hope i don't touch wood touch wood touch wood okay i just hope i get a two that i'll pass but honestly like i understand what you're saying it's just that they would literally put the worst teachers with the worst class and i just don't understand why it's like Okay, fine. How about you hire equally as qualified teachers and give it to every st- like student that deserves an equal opportunity at education? Like, I know that our school doesn't have like a grading system. Like, uh, for example, I know some schools have like a grading system where like the smartest kid is like in A class and like the dumbest kid is like in E class. Like that's something like that or something. I- I'm not very sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. but our it, it school. Happened. It happened with um, the school next to us, the, the, the boys' school next to us. Oh, it, it does. The system is like that. Oh, yeah, okay. So they are one of them. But then uh, our school also has one, but it's just a little more passive and it's just something we do not know. And I think that people do not yeah. really realize that. But if you analyze it, actually, our class, my, I, I studied in 6A and. Um, I love the class. It's amazing. We are the history class. So basically everybody in our in my class studied history. Uh, and only, I think, two people dropped it. And um, our math teacher is the worst math teacher the entire school has to offer because our class is the worst class in math, even though, like, actually our average is quite high. But I think the reason why our average in math is quite high is because, like, there are a few people who are really, really good at science as well who are really really good at science and math so like it literally just pulls up our average by a lot and like people like because we're not good at math like we're art students and like we're not good at math so like our effort like our time and effort would be more into math like we would be finding tutors and whatever but I just want to say like I don't think everybody can afford tutors. Like, I do not like how our teachers just go into an assumption. Like, they would literally... I know that my math teacher would literally just come in and be like, maybe you can ask your tutor to help you and whatnot. And she even called me thick skin for like... Yeah, she called me thick skin in front of the entire class. And I was just like, what the fuck is thick skinned? And then I literally Googled what thick skinned was. And I was like, oh my God, who the fuck calls... There's student thick skin and you know why she called me thick skin she called me thick skin because i could never really pass math and i was just like do you realize that me not being able to pass math is not really my problem but it's sort of your problem as well because you are the teacher and i'm the student you should you're supposed to teach me and like you just doing math on the board isn't really teaching it's just like you're just passing the class time and it's just I, I literally learned nothing from math classes at school like literally absolutely nothing so like I think like it's not only the teachers it's the education system but it's also the way the teachers teach because like honestly if you ask me anything that I learned in school I'll barely be able to answer you anything yeah no I, I get the same experience that's why like I we talk about it 
to the first two episodes that it's on my podcast because I just keep on like you know I just want to like tell people I think maybe it's experience that I left Hong Kong for university um I think I would probably slaughter myself if I stayed in Hong Kong because it's just not only maybe our school but the whole education system is just trying to like be like oh kids you know you need to do your summer homework you need to write like a hundred of these exercise books you have to finish all these exercise books if you can't remember them just remember them you know exactly there's like what kind of trash talking is that? Like, you're just basically trying to, like, fit me into a system. But the thing, as you said, your 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 class is, like, a history class or, a, like, an art class. Of course, there are people who are really, really good in, like, science and stuff. But that's the point because not everyone is really good at that. And especially when you enter university, who cares if you know maths, you know? I study psychology, nobody asked me about, like, how to do one plus one equals two, or, like, how to do, like, root square, or, like, all this kind of stuff we, st- we studied in, like, high school, like, I don't even remember them now. Like, unless you're trying to be a tutor in the future, that you're going to teach that same old, like, books for, like, your rest of your life, I really think that's the point, and... That's the scary, like, that's the annoying part about teachers um, in Hong Kong, or even even for tutors. Like, you really need to find, like, really, really good tutors. And especially, like, um, you said that, like, not everyone can afford tutors. That's the thing about our school. Like, we have, like, okay, freaking rich kids. They're also kids who are, like... Lavinia, you're lagging again. (laughs) Sorry, I think it's the phone... Yeah, but you said. Where was I? Yeah, you said they're rich kids, but they're also like kids who are not okay, rich. Okay, okay. I'm gonna walk near to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Um, exactly. This point is because there are rich kids, there are normal like mid-class kids, but they're also like kids who examined in exactly. They need subsidy. So like when they already need subsidy, where the fuck do they find tutors? Like. Especially nowadays, I can tell you, tutors, like, I have tutors myself, but at the time, like, every year I, maybe I start from form four tutoring, and like, every year as I grow, the price grows as well, or maybe, for example, my tutor is in a university graduate, and like, for example, she she finishes first year, and then second year, and third year, and then by the time she graduates, I have to give her, like, almost, like, three times to four times the amount of money we gave her when she's, like, a first year student. That's just, like, you know, that's reality, you know, but the, but the, but the teachers in, like, our high school are just like exactly one thing to end all everything is that our high school thinks that they're in little cradle and don't look like towards the outside that's yeah what i think i think we're just basically a cradle 
I think they assume that everybody has enough money to go to tutor, so that's why like nobody really pays attention in class. But honestly, like actually, I just wonder if the teachers have ever thought the reason why people do not pay attention in class is because whatever they're saying is absolute bullshit and doesn't really like you know benefit us and like doesn't really help us for the DSE and whatnot. Like I don't really see. How doing like stupid summer assignments is gonna help me with my DSE, like especially when they're quite irrelevant. So, like I don't really see how a book report would help me with my DSE, you know. So, I just I feel like actually like if the teachers get if the teachers are good, people are actually not gonna sleep in class. But the reason why people sleep in class is because whatever they're saying is just rubbish and it just doesn't make sense. And I feel really pity because there are like a few actually like. Honestly, there are like one or two good teachers that are really passionate about teaching, but then they sort of lose that passion because of like how the school system treats them. Like for example, how our principal treats them, or like how like the supervisor treats them, or like why they like you know. For example, for LS, it's already a really risky subject to teach, especially under this NSL. So like, I feel like teachers are already risk. Uh, you know, like they are already sort of like risking their safety and whatnot. And like it's even more in a school like this, where like honestly, I'm pretty sure like if anything happens, the principal will definitely snitch on the teachers or they'll fire them. So I feel like really bad for like because there's this one teacher who I just really respect a lot. She's my uh, liberal studies and history teacher for like three years, and she's honestly bloody amazing. But then, um, she sort of like kind of lost hope in the school and sort sort of like. Lost hope in teaching as well because like she doesn't really think that the school is gonna get anywhere and it's honestly true because like with the principal like the our principal honestly our school is gonna get nowhere. Yeah, honestly, like if you think about it, um, the ranks. Hello. Hello. Oh, you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just oh, listening. Okay. <laughs> um, I just think like. The ranks of, of our school, I think, right now they only have you know the outer side of saying, "Oh, this is a prestigious school." Um, but internally, um, I think students who have been through that system um, would feel like, "Okay, it's just deteriorating." Um, for honestly saying, but. Like, Hello. It's lagging a little. Oh no. Okay. I talk slowly, so just in case it's like much improvement. Um. But basically, I was saying, um, and like when I graduated, I checked the rank of like our school and like primary school. The reason why I said like actually our primary school is like. Much better because out of like a lot of like primary school in Hong Kong, our primary school is kind of uh, well esteemed. Um, I think a little bit also because of the principal and a lot of like the teachers. But of course, because back then we have like a lot of like teachers who are just just dedicated to you know educate. Students, I have one art teacher that I still even remember now. She was literally um, is it lagging? No, yes. No, no, no. She was literally oh, okay. what? Um, she was literally 
one of my favorite art teachers because she was the only one who encouraged me and my best friend to chase along our like art kind of side because my uh, my best friend is like also not the studying type of like girl um and, but we're both really really good in arts so like when we were having art lessons we would get like we would get like 80 or like or like more and she would always be like oh you guys are doing such a great job and you guys will do really great in the future that's what they tell us like during primary school and i have um a chinese teacher in primary school she was like she was sometimes she would see me like getting really frustrated about chinese and she would be like you know it's okay you know i'll teach you i'll let you like love chinese by itself and like i remember back then when they encouraged me about like what i study um i actually do really really good in chinese i get like a plus in chinese but then once i get into secondary school everything just changes there's not actually a teacher who actually encourages encourage you about your studying they just tell you like oh just don't expect too much yeah they just tell you you suck you know they literally just say it to your face like you suck you'll get a fail and you and the dsc i don't even know why you're studying you should just not bother maybe you should apply for these things or that things like just don't even bother apply for university you know just don't think about it and like i find it quite frustrating i'm like your entire job of being here is like to improve people like me like if it's not for me what the fuck is your point and i think that's why they really like being a teacher at our school because like they don't really have to teach much because like the only people that our school cares about is the really elite people and i'm not hating on the elite people like good for them but then actually do they really know how to fit into society because like for a fact i know that if you ask them a common sense question out of the like the dsc syllabus i don't really think they would be able to answer you very well yeah and i think as as I said, I haven't been back to high school for like three years, but I have been hearing a lot of like from my, uh, you know, from you guys, like from your like your generation. Like I, I think I only know you. You your bunch is probably the last bunch I might know um, from our high school. But basically, I think I've heard a lot of like great like occasionally those great teachers um they're also leaving after many many years and um i you know i was really really sad when i hear like some of my like favorite teachers leaving the school of course it was after my graduation i was lucky enough to like still have them while i was like in high school but i really feel pity for like you know like years after me because i feel like you know our school is like enough toxic toxicity and those teachers who can clear out that toxicity is leaving the school as well and i was like girl you know don't bother if you feel stressed just find your ways talk to your parents and leave the school like i don't even think you will you know you will just get yourself more and more frustrated about how you think that, that, that's kind of always the point that I want to like stress on my podcast all the time the reason why I want to talk a lot about feelings is because you know I've been through that and I really don't want like the younger generation in Hong Kong to be like you know feel like crushed because of like 
some stupid teacher telling you that. But that happens already in primary school now. Like even in Hong Kong, like primary school kids are being told in the face that you're like, oh, you you just can't do a great future because you 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 shit your maths or you shit your like English or you shit your Chinese. It's like. Who freaking cares? I know, right? You like, know? you're in primary school. Like, honestly, the entire purpose of education is to fail, to trial and error, and to find your way into learning. Like, not everybody is going to learn math by you doing math on the board, right? You know, like, for dumb mm-hmm. people who have, like, I wouldn't even say dumb, okay? For people who have a weak foundation, and for example, these sort of, like, more advanced and complicated subjects, you need to, like like give a better and clearer explanation instead of like just standing on the board and doing shit but that is literally 99% of our math teachers at our school like 99% of the teachers at our school are in fact like that and I'm sorry for over generalizing but then I think it's like at the end of the day they're all sort of the same and like I feel like one of the main reasons is because like our principal doesn't do control like any like you know restrictions or any control like she doesn't foresee uh however like what the teachers would be doing and like how the results would end up you know uh, i don't know actually uh you did the dsc so like because you graduated from here uh for uh the release of dsc results were you guys told to wear school uniform uh or like or were you guys told to wear casual Yeah, you know why they make us well ca- wear casual? It's because they have a hundred percent like guaranteed that nobody will get a you know top achiever. Oh, you mean the ones that's like getting announced? Yeah, to, yeah, like, exactly. The whole Hong Kong. Oh my freaking yeah. gosh! Yeah, so like because they know that every like every student is either gonna fuck up uh, math, Chinese, or LS. So they would never, ever tell you guys to wear school uniform to go to the release of DSU result. Because, like, if you see on the news, every student that gets, like, uh, like top achiever, they would be told that, like, everybody is in school uniform. Like, you know, it's not even only talking about the really elite school. I'm talking about, like, the average schools as well, like, maybe high band two, low band one. They would also tell their students to come in school uniform. But then for our school, it is 100% you can wear casual. So, like, for the first time, when people should be should wear like you know school uniform they wouldn't let tell us to do that because they are already so sure that we would be not getting good grades in our dse and you know how disappointing that is just to like the people who have been through so much spent so much money just because our school teachers suck you know oh my god we shat about like our school teachers for like 40 minutes (laughs) (laughs) no i literally had this shock face when you told me the reality of that i was i was literally just like oh i Honey, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna I, run out. I'm I, gonna storm I, out of the hall, that. leave through the foyer. I, yeah, exactly. 
exactly. I literally did that. I just got my results. You know how they like, give the results card. I just got my results. I didn't even look at it. I just got it, walk out of the school, walk out with my mom, and then while we were walking out, I read my grades. And then I was, you know, you know, I'm getting out of that because I, I definitely know that, you know, the, the stupid you know, students are going to, like, discuss about your grades. They are, and I don't understand why. Why would you discuss yeah, your grades? Why? You know, I yeah, don't understand. Like, why? would it change the grades? No, it's, got, it's not going to change the grades, you know? Like, just don't fucking discuss. Don't talk to me. I can just piss off. You know, I told people, like, um, because, like, uh, there's a possibility that maybe speech day would be cancelled as well. Maybe people would complain about uh-huh. speech day being cancelled. So it will, it, then, then maybe the time that we're going to see each other is going to be only the release of DSE results. So, like, uh-huh. seeing each other after so long. I told uh-huh. people, I would be like, I was like, I'm going to be dressed all black with a hoodie. Nobody's going to look at me. I'm going to wear a cap, glasses, <laughs> everything. Piss off, okay? I'll have headphones. <laughs> Nobody's going to talk to me, Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you got a five double star in your Chinese or your math. I don't give a flying fuck. So long as I pass oh, math, exactly. that's what I care. <laughs> I don't exactly. care about you. Just piss off, okay? Like, exactly. I, I got my grades, and I was just like, I. Oh, by the way, about the grades, I ta- I told you like my 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 teacher told me like I'll get like a two in my biology, mm-hmm. and then she was the one who's like. Uh, she's not the one who's giving out my like my DSE results. But I bet they 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 knew my grades because I think all the teachers knew our grades and stuff. Yeah, they all check but, it. You know, I got a four in my biology. Oh my god! Congratulations! That's so and good. Like, you know, when I walk out, you know, I was swiftly walk out of the school, right? And I was walking on the street with my mom because we were on the way to um what the UK fairs, and then I was like. Mom, I did it! I crushed her because she expects me to do a two, and I got four. She's gonna be so pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Like honestly, I just, I just don't understand why they do not know how to encourage people instead of like crushing everybody down. Yeah, exactly. And um, turns out, like eventually, turns out the other, um, another biology teacher actually texted me and said oh you did a great job and i was like thank god it's not her because i don't want to hear from her she's probably getting a heart attack because i got like a four in my biology and she freaking guessed i got a two but honestly a four is really good did you say you like i, I think it's earlier you said you got 40 in your uh, like exams yeah, and yeah, then- yeah exactly i got 40 out of like 100 <coughs> in our like our school paper mm-hmm. and i was like you know dude but a four is actually really good. Like, honestly, for me, yeah. if I get, like, a two in my math, I'll be, like, over the bloody moon. I'll literally be screaming on the street, and I don't even care if people are going to look at me, you know? So, like, yeah. I I think, like, a four, even when people are going to... People are expecting you'll get a two or, like, less than that. Like, honestly, girl, like, you just slapped it on her face. Yeah, I was, like, I was so freaking happy. I don't even care about anything else. I was, like, when I saw that, I was, like... Yes, I just, like, virtually slap her on the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really good. I think uh, we have to take a little short break so that I can put a little break. And also, I need to take a toilet break. And then we'll be back with uh, me and Lavinia talking about her earring brand and how she did a startup. And, like, we're going to talk all about that because it's bloody amazing. So stay tuned after the break. And, Lavinia, I'm going to call you in the next five minutes. Okay, sure. Okay, see you. you.
close till I get up. Time is barely on our side. I don't wanna waste what's left. The storms we chase are leading us, and love is all we'll ever trust. Okay, welcome back to the Kind of Funny by Maria Shuket podcast. Thank you for sticking with us after the break. And right now, we're going to be talking about Lavinia's own startup brand. Firstly, it's amazing. Firstly, it's an earring brand. Love jewelry. Second, th- secondly, she's a young woman who started up her own like jewelry brand, and that is like honestly, that is amazing. Okay, so I just want like literally, it's so inspiring because like firstly, it takes a lot of like manpower and investment and everything because like um, it's a very unique thing. I I want you to introduce it by yourself because. Honestly, it's really nice. I want you to talk about the brand name and everything, how you got the idea, every single thing. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because I started um, a little small business called uh, Midsummer Solstice. Um, do I need to spell this? <laughs> spell the name out because it's like really long. But um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but my brand is called uh, Midsummer Solstice and I basically do this called um, clay bread so it's called polymer clay actually it's not that familiar in Hong Kong but it's actually a very popular uh, way of making jewelry in uh, Singapore and Australia so there are mainly the bigger brands of polymer clay are from uh, Singapore and from Australia. And so how everything started is actually because um, last summer I got really bored and I was just like, hmm, I should do something. Boredom produces great things apparently. Exactly. Boredom (laughs) creates great things. Um, During summer I was like, oh, I want to do a little craft work um, and I just went on YouTube and be like, I want to make jewelry. And somehow I stumbled across polymer clay. And then I stumbled across a few um, Singaporean brands. And I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Maybe I should start and try it. So during summer, I was like experimenting with different kinds and trying stuff out. And I think how it starts getting better was because um, in university, in my last year of university, um, I was one of the committee members of like fashion society and um, also like a fan of fashion. So um, with that, with the help of fashion society, we kind of, um, our president also has her own like jewelry uh, brand, but she kind of does like castles mainly um, and beads, um, but because we have like the same thing. so we decided to like make a little market in our university and kind of like have different student brands to you know list out their stuff and because of that i start to be like oh i have to create new more stuff and like more like create a brand now because i i can't be like oh you know i need craft hi <laughs> <laughs> so um i decided to make polymer clay like make my um clay into earrings and be like oh maybe make a pet and when i was making the whole thing i got more and more interested in you know finding different other brands who do the same thing and actually through this i've defended a lot of like people on instagram a lot of amazing 
amazing like artists from America, from Australia, from Singapore, and some of the Singaporean um, artists, like Colin McClay earring artists, are like really close with me now on Instagram. Like always, like sometimes see my own Instagram, and they'd be like, "Oh, are you okay?" Or like they talk to me, or they encourage me to like do more and be more creative. And I really like the community um, of this um, design. So I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like something that you know I will be aggressively creating a lot of stuff because when it comes to creative stuff, you can't always be like, "Oh, I I need mass production. I really can't." do mass production like if i do like wandering bearings i might like take one day and then i'll be like so frustrated about it i was like no i can't do another one so your production can only be like a pair or like maybe like three pairs a day and but i think maybe it's because of university because of like fashion society and university um they encourage me so much of uh, chasing my dreams and you know doing something that I like and I also got a few customers basically they're all like uni students so they would like you know send DMs into your account and be like oh I really like your design and even like if, even if you just buy like one earring it's already like so much encouragement than like being like oh I have to like be really aggressive in earning like a thousand dollars every month or be um getting a thousand followers on instagram that that was me when i started doing the earrings but then for me now when like by the end of university and now i came back to hong kong i'll be like no when i feel like it i'll do it because if i stress on creating a lot of stuff i might create something that i don't like and end up throwing it into the rubbish bin so i i would be like oh i just like create a thing once in a while um but i actually get you know, I tried all kinds of stuff as well, and, you know, not afraid to try things is one of, like, the important things that I think about doing business, because um, it's it's a little business, so it's like, it's like you don't need to, like, get registered into the government, but when you think about, like, oh, if you like something like drawing pictures, um, doing like craft or something if you feel like you're confident with your work and you feel like you really want to share it to people just go and like open an etsy shop or like just open an instagram shop you don't need to get registered for anything and then just kind of like show people like oh this is my passion if you like appreciate my work then you can like you know give me buy buy a pair or buy my picture because you know you appreciate my work that's like basically what I think right now. So I'm not stressing about like, well, I need to get like, uh, I, I, I need to get a lot of income through it. I pay more attention to like whether I can create something really nice, like instead. I do invest a lot. So I'd be like, I, I invested like a lot of like other parts for that year. And I was like, when do I like pay back from whatever? I think I think now that I'm I'm actually literally on your page right now and I think the feed firstly is stunning and 
your earring collection is also really really nice like i really like how you put it in collections like i like how you said it's not really more about like how many uh, followers you have on instagram or how many sales you make overnight it's more about like whether or not you're enjoying what you're doing and whether or not you're actually like putting forward quality product instead of like it's I think I, li I like how your business model is more of like quality over quantity whereas a lot of I think a lot of other startups like the fail like the the reason why a lot of other startups fail is because like they value qual quantity over quality and when people when more people buy their products they're just like uh, the people like the customers would just be like mm, I don't really think I'll recommend this to other friends because like uh, it doesn't really look good and it, it looks cheap and I paid way too much for it so like I, I don't really want it so but like I, I'm looking at your feet and firstly I really like the diversity of models it's really yeah. nice and I also really like the colors I like how they're soft and they're, they're not soft and then they're soft again and it's just very pretty how did you come up with the name though I was just very curious because like I, I follow this I follow your account for a while now but that I oh I've always wondered how you came up with the name Actually, surprisingly enough, you know Midsummer's uh, uh, dream, dream, like Shakespeare story, right? Oh, I didn't study English. Lit uh, okay, literally, because uh, when I was a kid, I, I'm such a fan of Shakespeare. I don't even know why, like, kid, at kid age, I really like Shakespeare. Anyways. Um, and um, I just all of a sudden, I feel like, oh, um... I really like Shakespeare, and I think Shakespeare is a very, like, creative person because he writes so many, like, different times for it. And that kind of thing also meant for me, I want to be a person who just creates, but don't want to be confined in a way that, you know, people want me to be. So I was like, oh, I should have Midsummer. But I'd be like, oh, it's a little dry, just like Midsummer. And I really like, you know, sunshine. I want to, like, bring you know solstice is kind of like uh like uh sunrise i think it was related to sunrise but basically related to sun and i was like oh i really want to be something that like something that brings joy so if you get my eyes from you you feel the creativity you feel the dedication that i put in for it and you also feel happy if you're wearing it and you enjoy it because if you're happy, of course, I am really happy that you're enjoying it. But, like, enjoying the item and really, like, keep it precious instead of being, like, oh, it's going to be thrown in, you know, the corner of, like, my, my, my cupboard for the next two years because, you know, it's just a random earring that I can find anywhere. That's why, like, sometimes when my friends go to, like, um my page and be like oh can you make the same earring to me and then i always tell them like i can't i really can't make the exact same one or like with the exact same color or with anything there's always going to be a little bit different to the coloring unless i use the same like if, if it's like a single color but if it's like a mix of colors for example i think my favorite ones are the dream cashier ones and yeah like, from... i'm looking at them and they're really pretty like the blue yeah. one it looks like a mixture of colors i don't really think you can yeah, make yeah, the exact the same one, the blue one is actually like a mixture of like purple blue black and like different shades of blue and the color is actually made out of like 
scrap glaze that I had from previous designs. And because of that, every time we have scrap clay, I think one of the, the, the favorite ones that I also have was, um, I call them the gems. Um, the gem part is literally because the pattern on the earring um, is actually made of all made of scrap clay. So it looks a little like um, the surface of the moon but the thing is when you use scrap clay you never remember you know you can't remember like oh i put like uh one gram of gray color and then one gram of like blue color on it you can't remember everything like that so that's why i keep on telling my friends like you know my brand i want to be it i want to i want it to be unique you know i want it to be like when you're wearing your earring you know that you're the only one who has this this design of earring, even though that the next person might have the same color or like the same shape of the earring. Um, for example, the blue dream catchers, um, I made, I remember I made five pairs of the blue dream catchers, but every five pair, like all the pairs of earrings have the different like waves and patterns on the Aries. That's what I think is most important compared to a lot of um, other brands. Um, that's also one thing that I've learned from other clay brands that um, from abroad. I think because Hong Kong is a place, or Asian, um, you know, Asian in, in most of all, maybe Hong Kong specifically, um, earring brands are pretty much the same. Um, yes, they, they are literally quite similar designs. They look all the same. If you go to Argyle Center or like TOP, like somewhere there, um, mm -hmm. like every single store you jump into, every single store you go into, like every single ear earring looks about the same. I'm just like, what the fuck is the point? Okay, like, you know what? You have like one, buy for $100, you get three pairs. And I'm just like, okay, fine. I can't get three, three pairs, but like they all look the same. Mm -hmm. So what's the point of getting three pairs? So like, I'm looking at your page and I'm like, actually, this makes for a really gift good idea. A, a really good gift idea. What the fuck do I say? It really, it really does make for a really good gift idea because um, it's unique and it's one of a kind you mm -hmm. like the person you're giving the gift to is the only person who's going to have it so it sort of has the sentimental value in it, in it as well so i really mm -hmm. like how you had this really creative idea of having having a startup made uh, like the earrings that are made out of clay instead of like you know just random dangly jewelry you know with like uh, i don't know little di mm -hmm. little diamonds or crystals or whatever i mean they are nice too but like i really like how the, the like your earring brand is very original and I want to talk to you more about as well, like uh, your involvement in modeling as well. Like, um, I see that you have been like on runways. You have also been in on some shoots and etc. You're really photogenic, which is very admirable. Cause like I'm not photogenic at all. I look like a piece of trash in photos. So like, no, don't say that. Snapchat filters are my best friend. Cause I'd not really know how to do face shooting. So um, I was just very curious. For example, like how you got into modeling and like was it a hard path? A hard path to get into because I know people like 
people everybody wants to do modeling especially from our school mm-hmm. people think that they're really stunning so like of like everybody wants mm-hmm. to like you know do modeling but i was just very mm-hmm. curious and actually when i told people that i was going to have a podcast with you you're, that you're going to get be a guest with, on my podcast that there was some of my friends who were like, oh my God, please ask her about modeling because I, I really want to get into the fashion industry. Like, please ask her uh, about it. So yeah, I, I think you're a great person to ask about modeling. So I was just very curious, like, for example, being on runways and like, um, what sort of fashion you advocate for an ex-actress? Actually, um, honestly, I'm not currently right now. I'm not exactly like a signed model or anything. Um, I, ha- I really asked and I said, I really, really have to thank um, the people that I've met in UK during my last year of university because that was the place where they gave me the chance and really encouraged me and, like, you know, because um, seeing, okay, really Oh, it's like, a little lagging. Are you six feet tall? I think I'm five, nine. Oh my god, you know I'm 5'1". <laughs> I'm 5'9", five, I'm five so I'm like 174 5 cm. Yeah, around I was 174 cm-ish. Yeah. Okay. I'm like pretty tall. Um, and if you've seen me, like, I, I, I'm kind of like a, a bit huge um, in my size. Um, but of course, in Hong Kong, every girl is like freaking skinny as uh, fuck, and um, I can't survive in this community. Um, but when I was in the UK, um, all the experience that I had modeling is because um, I met this amazing brand, which is called Sancho's. Um, they do sustainable fashion, and um, one thing they also advocate is that uh, body positivity, of course. Um, in Western country, it's like more encouraging for body positivity um and i actually thankful of them i got the opportunity to walk in their fashion show and afterwards they invited me for a few shoots for their brands and all kinds of stuff so um i'm not typically officially a model in any industry or anything but um i think my personal advice for people who want to like you know there's never a definition for models you know there's uh, one thing that i think it's like as long as you're confident in trying or like you know finding a good friend and get some awesome pictures ending that's that's good to like just tie and get some you know get some pictures because i Oh, you're lagging a little again. <laughs> oh no! My God. I mean, like for for me now, um, even for myself, I'm trying to get in, um, you know, get cooperation with brands or trying to get cooperation with photographers or anything. But even even in the meantime, um, I have a few friends who really enjoy um, taking pictures or uh, enjoy doing modeling. Why is it lagging again? Oh no. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, okay, so you said you have a few friends who really enjoy taking pictures and then it lagged. Okay, so I have a few friends who really enjoy taking pictures and then it lagged. Okay, so I have a few friends who really enjoy taking pictures and then it lagged. 
some like catwalking, enjoy some photo taking, and whatever the results, whether or not we get into the agency, don't care because we had an awesome experience and we actually did have a really awesome experience and we actually see how people do the casting for modeling and of course at the end we didn't get into the agency but me and my friend both think that we had a really great experience because we at least we had the confidence to go and do that like go and do the casting so I mean Like, yeah. Who perfect that you know you gained the confidence and because like personally i'm actually very insecure about my body that's why a lot of my if, if you go onto my instagram feed a lot of my pictures are of my uh shoulder and up like it's just my face and usually it's to the side because then you cannot really see my face uh like you cannot really see my full face uh let me just see actually i don't really remember what's on my feed but I, I, I am quite insecure about my body. Like, I wear the same thing. Oh, yep, it's all selfies. I wear the same thing, like, usually every single day. So I, I see it as very admirable because, like, I really like how there are more people who are appreciating different body types and appreciating, like, I don't understand. Because, like, actually, when I was picking out a prom dress, like, for grad din, uh, even though it, no, it, it it's not gonna happen my prom dress is actually mermaid so it's like it's really stick to my body and everybody was telling me not to buy the prom dress because like I look fat in it and like I look bigger than I already am but then I was like oh but I want to get it uh, and then actually I got it and I look really good in it. it just fucking sucks that we cannot wear it anywhere but yeah like I really admire that and I really appreciate that you opened up and talked about like your experience with modeling and how you gain confidence and also I was looking at your uh blog like style with positivity just earlier as you were speaking and I really like your you take all the pictures yourself yeah 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 I went and like style everything and take the pictures and do the editing and do the vlogging I mean I don't know why I I I, I kind of like throw myself at doing it but as I said I just enjoy doing it and I kind of Really, the main thing is not all the how, how amazing pictures go down. Um, it's the experience that when I talk to the models that help me shoot. Or at least every time when I see that, I was like, you're confident and you're really pretty. And I'm really happy that you're willing to like take the pictures. I and really also, like Flower Boy. I love that. By the way, it, I, I should make him here because he's like my favorite human being ever he's like he's so like mark even though he's biting on a leaf and i'll never bite on a leaf because there might be ants on it taking with the people that I want to like that's modeling for me it's 
more about how I communicate with them. I learn about their experience or learn about how um, their progress is, and I kind of write about it as well because a few of the models that I've modeled, like I've shot with, um, sometimes they tell me that oh, I feel very unconfident, uh, uh, like not confident enough. For a period of time, or I feel like I'm losing myself and losing track of like how I should be, and learning about their story about them releasing all those like um, judgments and stuff. It's so inspiring. So every time during my vlog, the main thing is not only to like tell you how you know positive you should dress or like don't care about how people think or how the color coordination and then one more bigger thing is like I always have a quote at the end that I conclude um how I feel towards the whole progress of us talking about fashion or talking about our lives and like that and just to be like you know don't judge yourself too much you know sometimes um the negativity is how that pushes you to like not do a lot of stuff that made you hesitate to like try a lot of stuff but you know you never know what the result's going to be if you don't try it and that's kind of you know my old motto all the time I just like try whatever you want to do um unless, even if the results are not as you have expected at least you tried you know you, you feel like oh I don't regret I haven't tried it before. Yeah, that, yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. Like, you never know what will, like, you never know the outcome unless until you give it a shot. Like, maybe it really would work out for you. Maybe it'll be excellent for you. So, like, I, I always, like, tell myself, and I tell my friends this as well. I was like, I would tell them, like, and I'll tell myself that. I would be like, if you want to do something, you know what, go for it. Like, so long as you're not causing any harm to society. Like, if you want to murder somebody, please do not do that. But, like, if you want to, like, you know... <laughs> do modeling and whatever like go ahead do it because maybe like the industry needs you maybe you're the gem that the industry needs so like don't just hold yourself back like if you think you can do it you can do it like I don't think anybody else's opinion should be something that weighs you down okay I think we have been recording for 30 minutes already <laughs> this is this I think this is my longest podcast to date okay I think yeah honestly i think we'll have to stop here and then i'm gonna head on to zoom to record our, our uh, podcast on your pod wait our podcast on your podcast wait what am i saying our episode on your podcast okay yeah well lavinia thank you so much for spending about like one hour 30 minutes one hour 45 minutes talking to me about everything honestly i learned so much about you and it was i enjoyed it so much me too honestly i loved it because like uh, i really like how i it's very inspiring that she has her own startup brand by the way guys i'll link her instagram and all, uh, all her blogs and also her brand uh the website and everything in my description box below so if you guys are curious you guys can just click into it just to check her out and uh, I really like how, honestly, if I listen to this podcast, like if I'm not the one who has recorded this podcast and if I listen to it, I'd be really bloody inspired. Like I'll be like, girl, I'm going out. I'm going to do shit now. OK, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, super, 
yeah honestly super inspiring i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did please do remember to give me a rating and also please do remember to check out lavinia's channel it's called dive deep with lavinia i'll link it again in the description box below remember to give her a follow and subscribe to her podcast is it available on apple Podcasts? uh i don't think so but i know that it's on google Podcasts. Spotify and a bunch of other stuff. But you'll get the link. Find yeah. it on Instagram. I'll just <laughs> Instagram. put the link down and then you guys will find all of her uh, details and everything. So yeah, if you guys have any email, like business email for ads or like, you know, part, or like get being a guest on my podcast and everything, you guys can email me at kindoffunnybyms at gmail.com. I'll reply you within the next 48 hours. And if you guys enjoy this podcast, please do remember to share it with your friends because it's an amazing podcast and we took very long to film this. And I just want to apologize for any of the lagging. I think it was on my end instead of a, a Lavinia's end. I, I just figured it out like just now. But okay. Yeah, fuck my life. <laughs> so sorry. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this extremely long podcast. If you made it here, thank you so much. Love you guys so much. Anyways, that's all for today. And I hope to see you guys on Friday's episode. Your host, Maria, signing out.